Welcome to the Tuesday Review. I'm Nathan, as always, joined by Callum and James. How you going, boys? Not, Not bad. bad. Um, Bit weird today if you're on headphones, wearing headphones. Yeah, yeah. No, we've got some equipment back so on. So, for the, like... First time in list, years. If listeners remember, it's been over a year since we haven't been able to use headphones. Actually, can you turn the headphone volume up? Because I can't yeah. really hear it properly. Okay. Yeah, that's better. Test, yeah, oh, better. that's much That's much nice. Better? Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Not that I like the sound of my own voice, but now I can. No, I know what you mean. Now at least we can uh, monitor, you know, um, mic technique, and also hopefully we can introduce some soundboard effects. It's going to get very tacky very quickly. Oh yeah! Because <laughs> 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 something we've been wanting to do on the show for quite a long time is have like you know a soundboard or you know play with a little bit yeah. like sound effects and stuff like that and. You know, like uh, something in front of us where we can see messages that might get sent in mm. live or yeah. that kind of stuff. More integration of technology into the show. Yeah. And, you know, with community radio, sometimes it's hard. You know, no one gets paid. Mm. Uh, maintenance is sometimes a bit of a struggle. Mm. Um, and uh, we found a good, effective way to do it ourselves. To do a it hack. A hack, yeah. Yeah. So that, that's exciting for the show. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we had sorry, some other I, housekeeping. I, sorry to mention that. It's just like, you know. No, no, it's, it's it, different. Yeah, because it is like, <laughs> obviously at home it's going to sound the same. But for us, it's like, this is the first time we've used headphones in over a year, I think. Well, and we over. that used to be just normal practice because that's what you do. Yeah. And then we stopped because the headphone jacks weren't working. Now we find a hack to get around that. Um, and so now we're, we can hear ourselves and it's like, oh, it's like old times. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> But it also sounds weird. I'm like, I'm not used to it anymore. Yeah, no, that's it. We'll have to re- we'll readjust. Yeah. Reacclimatize. Can you put it? How loud can you go? It's too, oh, too yeah. loud. I'm not gonna. We'll, okay. I'll put it a bit louder. Wait, because oh, you know why this is happening? Because it's probably really loud for you, but it's not as loud for me and Callum. It's, uh, it's kind of loud for me. Maybe. I'm getting all this like like uh, reverb. Like I can hear everyone else in the like. Yeah, me I too. can hear my own voice. Yeah. But anyway, it doesn't matter. Maybe, as long as we maybe can fiddle with your. Own. Is no, it connected no, yeah. in the yeah, yeah, it's, thing it's properly? Fine. It's fine. Know. It'll be fine. Anyway, um, so yeah, a little, a couple other little housekeeping um, sort of announcements. Um, we've been monitoring the Kickstarter campaign for Freight Ally. Yeah, so and it's already fully funded. Yes, but Yay. but spend six hundred dollars and get a jacket. Oh, 100 percent. If I had that, if oh I had yeah, I wanted it money, so bad. I want one of I those jackets. I wanted it so bad. But um, yeah, if you like. Because we talked about the Kickstarter, so the main project has been funded, which is great news, but they've still got stretch goals, um, and obviously the more money they get, the better, and the better the product can be in the end. So there's still a few weeks to support them, so make sure to go to the Freight Ally Kickstarter, and even if you don't really want to support the game or aren't interested in buying the game, you can just chip in a dollar. And that'll just help them get a little bit further on. So yeah. if you can, check check them out and um, and you know give them some money yeah, if we'll, you can. We'll post the link again. Yeah. On, the, on the socials. Um, still got a yeah. while to go for the Kickstarter. A couple of weeks. Three Two or weeks. three weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's it's good that the game's been fully funded. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, there's there's always that that worry. I mean, obviously, for them, uh, is the, the main concern. Um, but it's great to see when they hit and they get over the line. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I'm excited for the game. Look, really looking forward to it. Yeah. yeah. I, hope we, I hope we get enough to get the expansion pack too. That's one of the latest yeah, stretch goals. The stretch goals help us help, help them 
help the community. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Again, as we said last week, it's a Melbourne-based company. You know, mm. like yeah, let's support local. Yeah. Um, the other thing we had to talk about is the actor strike. Yeah, it's just because we talked about the writer's strike a couple of times and we mentioned the the actor's strike, the SAG after, after strike, and it was been going on for so long and then the writer's strike ended. I think we mentioned that a couple, yeah. couple of weeks ago maybe. Yeah. And now the actor's strike has ended as well and I think they, they got everything they, they wanted to get in the in the agreement. So it's good news and uh, at least for the next few years, you know, writing and acting will still be, uh, in Hollywood at least, will still be a viable career for a lot of people. So that's good. Um, obviously, the <coughs> system needs to change. Um, the corporations and companies and studios still need to be, you know, there's a lot of work to be done. Yeah. But I, art and capitalism. Yeah, it doesn't. I like water and oil. Yeah. You know I mean, they don't work well together. Yeah, yeah. But um, at least for the time being, they have to work they, together. Yeah. The, the union being part of the union is a great thing, and they got a they got a good result. So hopefully yeah. that means we can get severance soon, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and hopefully they bring back Cobra Kai already because should should have come out in December and should come out this December. But I think they've pushed it back till next year. It, and I have a feeling it's been finished and they're just sitting. On I it. think so. Yeah, which is. Yeah pissing me off so <laughs> yeah. now that the actor strike has ended they can uh all the actors can um promote it yeah. so i'm hoping they just release it in january or something i uh, heard that the the next time the contract's up for renewal one of the sticking points will be uh getting i mean i want to use the term uh, making it illegal but mm. uh, disband whatever the word is um yeah I've, I've been away- disallowing i've been awake a long time i'm sorry um disallowing uh, vaulting of movies after they've been produced. Yeah, that's um, so that'll be hopefully something they can tackle next. The time. old Warner Brothers HBO tax write-off yeah. schemes. Yeah, um, because uh, yeah, that's apparently that's a that's get, a like, that's a problem now. I mean, I know we don't spend millions of dollars on anything because we've never had millions of dollars. But like, I wish I could just spend a whole bunch of money on something and then just say, oh, it just stays in my garage. Can you give me all that money back or, or half of it back or whatever? Like, it's yeah, ridiculous. It's, it feels like fraud. Yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> just like, oh, we spend all this money making this thing, but it'll spend t- cost too much money to release it. And so we just have to lock it away. And it's like, yeah. no, it's finished. Just f- release it. You've got digital platforms yeah. now. They don't cost you that much. Man, Stop lying. I will give you $5 to watch it. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? Like I, I don't even make a put free. it for ninety nine cents on the iTunes store or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Like, stop pretending. But what's weird is these are like you know one of the more famous ones recently was the Batman film that was oh the Batgirl the Batgirl movie yeah um and that should have come out on HBO Max yeah you know, we'll just release it on Max just you have it. the streaming well, service you're not paying for it the the most recent one is um Coyote versus Acme which is yeah. like a Who Framed Roger Rabbit style. I'm ass- I haven't seen the trailer, so I'm assuming I it's about know. Coyote taking Acme to court over um, faulty products or something. I, I don't know, yeah. Um, but apparently it was like, it screened really well, and it, mm. they were going to give it a theatrical release, and then the CEO was like, nah. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, due to backlash, <laughs> they're actually shopping it around, and hopefully yeah. whoever studio picks it up will put it to theaters, and it'll make more than $30 million because one of the reasons that they decided to vault it was because it cost them $30 million and they didn't think it was worth well, the the the, um, the expense. So hopefully it'll make like $500 million and the CEO will feel like a dum-dum look, and we can all move they, on. They have, like, like what we're seeing with Optus here in Australia, people like 
the the executives never actually get punished or reprimanded. Well, or look, some of these guys they get came massive the bonuses. Field, the Nathan Fielder School of Business. Yeah. You know what I mean? I hope there's a Nathan for you. The next Nathan for you season, he actually goes, he's working for Warner Brothers. I had this really great <laughs> idea, guys. Let's make movies and then vault them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it sounds ridiculous when you say it like that. We need to go to the government and be like, all right, the Tuesday review needs to go into a vault. Can you give us <laughs> Yeah. Can you give us like a 90% tax reduction for next year if we don't do any more shows? And yeah, I've spent a lot of money on this show. Can, <laughs> can, can we just like take all the episodes down and you give us that money, Pat? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> all right, let's get into it. Capitalism sucks. It does suck. It, it, it makes things hard, but yeah. that's okay. Um, life is hard. Yeah, um, that's... <laughs> So, Let's not get into that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We're so, here to talk about movies. That's it. I'll start things off. I had an exorcism double feature the other day. Oh. I watched The Exorcist Believer and Yuck. The Pope's Exorcist. Oh. Um, the Exorcist Believer is... Bad. It's a trash fire. Mm-hmm. It's a dumpster fire. I do not watch it. There is a moment... It, it starts okay and it very quickly kind there of just goes down the drain. Mm. There's a mo- there's a moment mild spoilers nothing too heavy right there's a moment in the movie where it's clear that the girl has a supernatural issue they call in the priest the priest takes one look at her and kind of nopes out of there initially hmm. and then the main character looks towards the camera and he literally word for word we need to try something new mm. and I'm just like yeah. oh god reboot call here we come yeah. like. It's kind of like all the red flags. All the all the things that... Um, what is this? Some type of exorcist believer? <laughs> yeah. yeah. All, all the things that Scream makes fun of that we talked about yeah. last week or whatever, like week before or whenever it was, is stuff that these movies are doing. So um, I remember seeing the trailer and being <coughs> like, oh, that's going to be bad. And then seeing directed by David Gordon Green, I was like, nope. That is going to be garbage. <laughs> yeah. And guess what? It was. So. And it's going to be a trilogy. <laughs> of course. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So, that's um, the next one is apparently titled The Exorcist Deceiver. Oh. Mm. And I wonder, is the third one going to be called The Exorcist Redeemer? <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> you heard it here <laughs> first. <laughs> Send us a check. <laughs> um, so, yeah. the uh, On the other hand, The Pope's Exorcist... Is 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 better. It's not perfect with the, the Russell Crowe with Italian the Russell Crowe doing the uh, doing the Italian accent. Uh, for have for listeners, we're talking with our hands. You have to end every sentence Emphas- with ah. Uh. <laughs> it's a Russell Crowe. It's a me, a Pope's exorcist. <laughs> it's all right. James is half Italian. It's fine. Yeah, he can say it. Three quarters. Um, three quarters. But he can say it. It's fine. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. So you know, Russell Crowe does his on brand. Uh, we'll use the term "woggy" accent because yeah. it's very, um, it's <laughs> yeah. very northern suburbs. Uns- uh, yeah, uns- <laughs> uns- unspecifically yeah. <laughs> wog accent. <laughs> um, as he's, you know, he did that in the Marvel movie Thor. Yeah, he the, played the, the Greek Zeus. fish, the fish <laughs> yeah. and chip shop owner. <laughs> <laughs> Which apparently upset a lot of people, Which was great. Was a great us three seem to be the only people no, who like that. Yeah, because apparently it, it was popular in Australia and New Zealand, but then other countries were like, are I we, don't understand. No, no, I think we're assuming that because... No, I saw on the people talking about it on the internet. Oh, okay. A lot of American audiences were confused by it. Yeah. And then, like, Taika Waititi's from New Zealand, right? So we have the similar cult- cultural yeah, yeah. Um, issues. And, yeah, par- Americans were, like, bemused by it. They didn't know what to make of it, but mm. we're sitting there, like, going, ah, 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 ah. Yeah. I thought it was hilarious. Cackling. Yeah. <laughs> yep. 
But that's a better movie. That's a better Pope kind Texas of Exorcist movie, yeah. Mm. Um, but uh, again, it's average. Like all these. Yeah, I'm not interested in any of those. Like, because so you see the trailer and you're like, I get, I know what that is. It's like, yeah, just cheesy um, kind of. I mean, I like cheesy movies, but it's age appropriate and. It's MA, I believe, in Australia, but it's kind of age-appropriate horror, if you know what I mean. It's got oh, that, they still hold really back. Dang, yeah, there's nothing yeah. really dangerous about it. Mm. Or, like, all the demon says a couple of swear words. How yeah. scary. Yeah. Like, my mum is comfortable watching I that, think... and she wanted to watch that again. But I can't get her to watch Smile, because that's a real horror movie. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> that's, know, like, watched, that's um, got the jump scare. She, oh, so, uh, she watched Barbarian, and she was really scared by it. <laughs> no, but that that's like, but she that's, watched Barbarian. I'm like, I'm sure she can handle Smile if she watched Barbarian. Yeah, but yeah. Smile is more of an intense, like, jump scare, jump scare, mm. jump scare. Which So, she might. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, speaking of jump scares, Alan, um, Callum and I were just talking about Alan Wake 2 before we turned yeah. on the mics. Because... Um, He's been playing. I've I just finished it, um, and and he was saying, "Oh, it's so scary." And I'm like, yeah. "Oh, I wasn't actually scared by it." There's one jump scare that got me like near the end of the game. It shook shook me. <laughs> you were shook. <laughs> um, I, yeah. See, this just goes to show how I used to be pretty good with horror games. I've years ago. Been, I've always I, been terrible. Um, but I feel like the older I get, the more I'm like, no, just give me my butterflies and my, you know, my yeah. cats and leave me alone. I, you know, I, I, yeah. I'm playing Alan Wake and, you know, just going through a forest in the start area. Mm. And then someone will scream at the screen and I'm like, Ooh. Yeah. No, um, but mostly because there's, there's a few jump scares. Come on, that first boss battle, man, was intense. In uh, the forest with the... It's a very Resident Evil-like think, in its yeah. approach. I just... I mean, we won't go into the game now because no. well, maybe okay. once you... If you guys finish, finish it and yeah. we'll talk about it properly. But yeah, I just... I didn't find it that scary. But there was one bit at the end that really got me. I will um, leave you with this though. I'm playing it and the whole time I'm thinking, this deserves a Telltale entry. Oh, it, so... You know? Like, yeah. I'd love the to see story, a version of the game where it's just story and yeah, narrative the, without the, I think the that's, action survival elements. That's one of the problems with Alan Wake 2 is that the gameplay is just so-so. The story characters, like, the, the world, the lore... Is incredible. ...is remedy at operating at its finest. Like, it yeah. is really, really great. But the game itself, I'm, like, playing it and I'm like... Oh, the first one's a better balance of story and gameplay, whereas this one's like the story's great, but the gameplay, I'm like, uh, you. We were talking, like you said, you heard someone say it was like Kojima designed the combat. Yeah, and I'm like, I I get that. Yeah, it's not it that does. clunky, but it's a bit. I think it's because uh, of anyway. that. They, they, yeah, well, yeah. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about <laughs> we it. Talk about this when, day. Yeah, well, when you, <laughs> when you guys if you guys finish it and then and then DLC is going to come out and that's that's a whole nother anyway. So you go go on, Nathan. I'll class this as a film because it originally, apparently, it, Google considered it, Google and IMDb consider it a film, but it's a limited series here. What is um, it? Last Stop at Larimer. Oh yeah, um, it's, but it's only a couple of hours. Yeah, yeah, but it's split into two episodes. Um, oh. But it's kind of the internet also considers it a film, so I'll talk about it now. I think it's a movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, I watched that and it was very good. Yeah. Um, I think I saw the trailer and I was like, oh, that looks interesting. And then Nathan and I were talking about it uh, off-air last week. Um, and we... I'm pretty sure it's made by the the director... The, yeah, so the, the director of Biosphere, which we talked about... Um, during um, the myth. Yeah, is a producer for Mark the... Or the Duplass Brothers... Um, company. Production company. Yeah. Uh, and I'm, it's made by them, I'm pretty sure. 
It's their, it's their company. Their company, yeah. And I was like, oh, that's cool. You know, I uh, should wa- I should watch it then. But so I, I haven't had time to. I went out of my way to watch it and it's really good. Okay, I'll check it's it out. It's about a town of 11 people and one of them gets killed. Who did it? Hmm. Um, it's a true story. True story. And it's in the towns, obviously, in it's Australia. It's a Northern Territory, small town yeah. called Larimar um, of 11 people. And it's basically just like kind of like the destruction of a small town, essentially. Because hmm. there's a murder. Hmm. And obviously, you can't trust your neighbors anymore. Yeah. Um, there's only a few suspects because there's yeah, only a few people. Exactly, but you can't trust anyone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, And it's kind of about that kind of mind, the mind games and all that kind of stuff. Who's mm. telling the truth? And I'll be honest, like no spoilers here. None of them are good people. <laughs> like there's no. Maybe it's which, like a which uh, makes it more interesting. Yeah, because you're thinking I'm like maybe they're all. <laughs> <coughs> well, that's the thing. You don't know. Like there's some revelations at the end which I'm not going to talk about, which yeah. kind of give you a better indication of who the killer was. Mm. It's fairly clear who probably murdered the victim mm. by the kind of last ten minutes. Mm. But they all have the that, those qualities of they're not quite all terrible people, but I feel like anyone could have done it. Mm. Um. You know, there's definitely that kind of what they call in the documentary a bushy kind of atmosphere. Mm. They don't trust the cops. Yeah. They handle problems themselves. They're all a bit rough. Yeah. Because when you live in a town of 11 people and it takes you an hour to get there from the nearest small town, mm. like you can't rely on anyone but yourself to yeah. survive. Um, I really enjoyed it and I suggest everyone should watch it. It's a really good documentary. Yeah, I'll check it out. Yeah, it only goes down an hour and 57 minutes. It's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, that's all I've got for films. Um, I guess, oh, who's got the longer list here? Callum or James? <laughs> I mean, depends how far back I go <laughs> yeah. uh, on, you know, but I, Cal, let, let Callum go because he's, he's been watching a lot of stuff. Um, yeah, look, I won't take up too much of your, of your time. Um, did I talk about the Wes Craven trilogy yet? Not on air. Okay, so I'll start with that. Um, it's a div- it's a Blu-ray set that we saw some time ago, and we saw it, there was uh, some YouTube video or something, or some video we saw about one of the movies, and we were like, oh, we should watch that. Oh, um, no, it's because uh, yeah. Nathan watched the Serpent and the Rainbow documentary, and I said, have you seen the movie? And he said, yeah. no. And I said, what are you doing? Go watch the movie. It's great. You and yeah. Callum will love it. Um <clears throat> And Nathan never did, but <laughs> but Callum finally... We were going to watch it together, all three of us. Um, yeah, because I've got I've had it for years. It's yeah. a great movie. But then I was like, no, nah, I'm just going to watch it because it's in the stack. And, yeah. uh, you know, like the stack is what the stack is. Stack is God. Callum's God. Yeah, that's it. It's the Blu-ray stack. That's it. Um, so I, I watched the Wes Craven trilogy set, which was made by... Um, um, is it that grey, the grey yeah, label? Yeah. yeah. Um, um, shout? No. No. It starts with C. Shock. Shock. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, it starts with the people under the stairs. That's a great movie. Fantastic. It's more of a more of a thriller slasher film about a uh, kid who wants to rob a house, which has a couple living in there, um, but they also have people living under the stairs. Um, (laughs) How about people in quotation marks? (laughs) Um, But it's it's a really interesting story because it's funny being a Twin Peaks fan. Mm. The pe- the the two people in the the, the two antagonists are um, Big Ed, uh, Big Ed and, and his wife from yeah, Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks, uh, and the Big Ed, uh, Big Ed. His name's Father in the film, but yeah. I'll just call him Big Ed because why not? <laughs> yeah, um, he chases people around in a gimp suit and he has a shotgun. It's, yeah, it's it's awesome. It's it's horrific looking, but it's also amusing to watch as he's yeah. like blasting the walls and he just looks like a freak. Yeah. Um. So anyway, it's a great film. Great Check movie. It out. Yeah. I don't want to spoil it. Um, 
The second movie in the trilogy was The Serpent and the Rainbow, which absolutely blew my socks yeah, off. Yeah, I told you you guys would like um, it. A, a really great performance by Bill Pullman, though he's always good. Mm. Um, but it's a, it, I was talking to James about it last week, I think. It's very reminiscent of like a John, an early John Constantine story where it's mm. it's like a, a man from the West interacting with strange magic. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like like voodoo. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, and there's quite a few Constantine stories where he does have to come up against voodoo. And, mm. you know, one of his nemesis is, what's his name? Is a voodoo priest. I can't remember. Yeah. Um, gosh. I Papa Midnight. Papa Midnight. That brings oh, me back. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, but yeah, it's a really interesting story about a guy who tries to find a drug to uh, help with anesthesia research or something, hmm. and he ends up, you know, falling in love with an, a, a local. Is it Haiti? Is it Haiti? Haiti, yeah. He's yeah. in Haiti, yeah. And uh, he ends up getting more than he bargains for. You know, like the world's it's like worlds yeah. combined. It, if it's that like, makes sense. It, you know, out of there's so many quote unquote zombie movies out there, and not a lot. I mean, there's a good few. Um. But most of them are pretty bad. Um, this is a good one where it's like it's technically not a zombie movie, but it kind of is. It's like literal, it's like literal voodoo zombies, yeah. as opposed to like the so it's like, it's zombies. Like, yeah, not it's undead. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's like a slightly different take on it, and it's really it's really interesting, and it's really um, well well, well made. It's, it's really interesting because it also deals with. Uh, when what happens when you start to lose your grip on reality, mm. like the impact of drugs or the the psychological effect of voodoo, mm. this you know the waking nightmares kind of stuff, and the visual yeah. imagery that Wes this is Wes Craven at at one of his higher points. Mm. We like the visual imagery, the practical effects. Oh yeah, so the, good. Yeah, it was shot on location somewhere. It's not all done on a soundstage or something. It's so it looks beautiful. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, awesome movie. There's Haitian voodoo in The Exorcist Believer. I'm not suggesting you go watch it. <laughs> <laughs> but there is a Haitian there's voodoo, con- a Haitian voodoo element to that movie. Yeah. So we were, we, Nathan and I were talking about this off air, like where it would have been more interesting instead of, because every Exorcist movie is just about a Catholic yeah. exorcist. And I'm like, you can still do an exorcism in hmm. different like different cultures have religion different culture yeah to, to so i'm like it would have been much more interesting yeah. to just call it you know still call it the exorcist because you got the brand recognition you got to make the money for the studio whatever but you know do something new focus on like the haitian voodoo yeah. exorcism or, or another religion or culture or time yeah. time or place or whatever because most cultures have that analog to um like you yeah, know, possession and possession all yeah. That kind yeah, yeah, of yeah black yeah. magic-y kind of stuff yeah, so that would have been much more interesting, but of course, studios don't take chances, and we just nah. we already made fun of their whole reboot call. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. speaking of voodoo, I then moved on oh, to Charles Play. Yeah, <laughs> nice segue. <laughs> yeah, which is uh, again. I about- wish we had the soundboard. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> hey, my name's Chucky. <laughs> um, oh, it's I'm your friend to the end. <laughs> um, which involves play? again possession of a sort. Um, where there's a man, a th- there's a theme. Yeah, where a yeah. man possesses a child, child doll. Yeah. Um, oh, you didn't talk about the last Wes Kramer movie because it's not worth talking about. Just oh yeah, I forgot Deadly Blessings. Yeah, I, I didn't like it. Yeah, uh, I honestly, honestly, I watched it because you know the stack. The I had set, to watch yeah. it. Um, but I, I honestly, all right. You don't have to go into it. No, no, no. boring characters. Mm. I did not care about the characters or the world. There was no engagement in the story to keep me invested. Hmm. The murders weren't particularly creative or scary. The movie only really gets going in the last 20 minutes, but by that point, it's too late. Hmm. 
So yeah, do not watch the first two movies, bangers. Oh yeah. Um, but Deadly Blessings, I don't know, I don't know what happened if he just did it because he had a, a contract with some company and he had to just get something done, or maybe he had a vision that didn't pan out. I yeah, don't know. probably. Yeah, um, yeah. For look, the man has a good hit rate. I'm not going to hold it against him. Um, but yeah, nah, it sucked. Sorry, Wes. Um, but Child's Play, on the other hand, doesn't suck. No. Um, Don Mancini uh, is the man. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, look, the original trilogy are my favorite. Mm. Like, I like the original trilogy the most out of the seven films. Yeah. Because like they're, it's just like, you know, they're movies in the 80s and the early 90s. They Practical look, effects. They yeah. look nice. Much you know? better, yeah. Like, especially like in the first one, you go out in the snow and there's the, you get to see the trains and it's so bright and colorful and real. Mm. Yeah. Um, I like the first one and the third one. Like the, the most, the thir- I think Nathan, I like the third Nathan one. said that too, and I was like, "No, two's way better than three. So that's interesting that you guys felt that uh, only because I like the boarding school aspect of three. Mm. I like the I war games I, at the end. Yeah, I, I think that the idea is better than the execution, uh, yeah. and apparently a lot had to get toned down because they're dealing with kids at this boarding school. Yeah. So they had to the studio wouldn't let them go full. But it was also different, like you know what I mean. Like it was yeah, yeah. um, like they're all really good. Mm. Um, but but I think the second half of the second one, especially with the toy factory at the end, is just so so. That cool. was very Terminator. I like, that yeah, was cool. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. The, the melting and yeah, yeah, that was sick. Um, Bride of Chuck is interesting because it introduces Jennifer Tilly. Yeah. Uh, so hot. <laughs> um, <laughs> she's so great. But yeah. like, and she, it's that, funny. I looked her up when I was looking at trivia for movies. And she's still kind of hot today. Oh yeah. She's in the. She's still in the series, the Chucky, yeah. the Chucky series, because like that. I think I talked about this yeah. when I talked about the Chucky movies last year or whenever it was, um, because Don Mancini wrote them all, um, and now he's got the TV show. It's like an all continuation yeah, of the yeah. same characters, the same timeline. So it's been when the first one came out, like eighty seven, eighty eight. So it's been over, you know, it's been like 35 years and they're still keeping up yeah. the the timeline the and the character. Yeah, yeah which most intact, yeah. we talked about with Scream is like that's the only other one that's kind of really kept the same timeline. Most other horror franchises they they reboot themselves or they go off in different, yeah. you know, and they change filmmakers and change this and change that. Um but yeah, Charles yeah. play. Uh, Bride and Bride and Seed of Charles really good. I like those two. Um, like the like as a, as obviously companion. Seed, yeah, Seed of Chuck is really interesting because like I was watching it. I'm like I can understand if people hate this, but I kind of love it because it's just so crazy. That's yeah. where he has the kid. Yeah, and the yeah. kid and the whole like you know the Glenn or Glenda like it's just. <laughs> so what I like about Child's Play is even though Chucky's a slasher, he also has his own personal growth through the franchise yeah and he gets like his little family like yeah but also like he has these great one liners yeah (laughs) you know like in number three where like he goes this is war yeah and i was like yes yeah yeah. Yeah, but like you get to you get to bright and see the chucky and it starts to deal with charles lee ray's own personal commitment issues the the way he feels about kids yeah and it's this weird he gets this weird interior growth yeah like people like him don't like Jason, for example. Yeah, we talked about That man doesn't it. get growth. No. Leatherface doesn't get growth. No. Ghostface doesn't get growth as a, you know. As yeah, a, yeah, Michael but, Myers, Pinhead, yeah, yeah. yeah. But Chucky, he has this kind of identity, identity problems. He's more personality-based. Um, yeah. I guess he's closer to Freddy Krueger 
Like Eric. he was a real guy, a serial killer, and then he got turned into yeah, yeah. a slasher. Um, so it's, it, it was interesting. And then Cult of Curse are kind of the weaker ones of the... Of they're the, lower budget, but I think they're really interesting because they introduce all these uh, new aspects and Dom Mancini's like, you know, comes and directs them. And, yeah. and I think... I didn't hate them. Um, Curse looks bland. Like it's very Yeah, it's looking. very low budget. Um, it's all in the house. And Cult looks better. It looks a bit more vibrant. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they're both. They're all worth watching. They're all they worth all, watching. I said to Cam, they all offer you something different. Yeah, they do. Like they're it's all a, worth it. Yeah. It's a fantastic little collection. And I think. I mean, I know you're you're just sticking to your Blu-ray shelf, but I yeah. recommend the TV show because oh. it's so damn good. You know, so you're going to think I'm a crazy man. So my plan is to finish the finish the stack. But it's never going to end because you always buy new and then always... Oh, no. I watch more than I buy. So, eventually... It... <laughs> oh, I wish that happened. I wish that happened with me. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Um, it'll end. But then I'm going to start watching all the movies that are exclusive to whatever streaming service. So, then I'm going to watch the exclusives on Max. All right. We'll talk example. to you in 2047. Yeah. No, no, no. I, I make... A, I make allowances for the show so if we're going to watch the curse oh example, yeah no no obviously yeah but it's like then i'll focus on like the max exclusive content so i'll watch the wire i'll mm. binge the, only watch the wire until that's done mm. and i'll move on blah 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 blah. Mm. i'm a madman it's no, my, no, mom, but my mom my mom as long thinks as it's ridiculous we talked about it though as long as you're enjoying it and you're not just doing it because you feel like you have oh, to no. whatever because i'm so far behind on tv shows and it's pissing me off but i'm like just you know what it. I'm just not going to worry about it. No. If I can't get to a yeah. show, I can't get to it. Like, I, usually, I have a rule. Yeah. I have like, I'll watch one classic show that I haven't seen and then I might watch something new. Yeah. So it kind of balances. But you, like, I, I, if I start something, I usually, I have yeah. to finish it. Whereas yeah, yeah, I think yeah. you guys, sometimes you'll start something and then you'll <laughs> go off onto something else and you might come back to that thing mm. or you might not. But whereas I'm like, I'm going to finish it. So then I can say, yeah. I have seen this. That's why the stack is excellent. Yeah. Because it's, it's there and I don't watch anything else. It's I watch the stack. I should, yeah. I mean, I um, should probably start because my stack isn't a stack; it's stacks. Yeah, well, mine's. A, I've got the whole, a stack. I mean, you've got the shelf, yeah. but you pick. You do. You, do you have any? Uh, uh, is there any way of you picking, or do you just choose whatever chunk is next on the shelf? So what I do is I go shelf by shelf yeah. on the bookcase. But if I've watched a movie a million times and I've already seen that Blu-ray, mm. I won't watch it. Okay. So I mainly pick movies I haven't seen in a long time yeah. or Blu-rays that I haven't seen. Yeah. Like like if like I might have seen it on DVD or on streaming, but I yeah. haven't watched the Blu-ray. Yeah. Then it qualifies as a stack movie. Because I've got like shelves and shelves and shelves and packs, yeah. packs, uh, stacks and stacks and stacks of Blu-rays. And what I what I do is just like I try to. F- whatever i'm feeling like and i but it's i'm spoiled for choice yeah so i'm thinking i might do what you do and just like pick 10 and say i'll get through these yeah and then it sounds after look, it sounds so restrictive and it sounds so dumb but it's honestly freeing no yeah because i'm like okay i've got these movies that i'm watching after yeah. a certain amount choice is a punishment exactly no like, that's right i'm like i don't you, have a choice i watch the stack i know this sounds crazy but for for someone with my collection standing in front of my shelf for an hour yeah. and just going, what do I want to watch? That has happened before. Yeah. <laughs> and just going like looking at all the cases and like checking the running times and going, oh, what's the special features? And then yeah. by the time, and and by that point, I'm like tired and I'm like, I'm just going to go to bed. You don't have to watch the stack in order. <laughs> no, either. no, no. You know yeah. what I mean? It's just, you got your movies and then if you've only got 90 minutes, you find the 90 minute film. Yeah. Um, the other movies I've been watching are the Friday the 13th movies. What are you up to? Uh, the third one. Okay. So I've, I've seen the first two, but what I like about them is they're so lean, at least at the beginning. 
you know they're very they're like 90 simple, minute movies yeah. like you know half an hour establishes there's not a lot and going the, on the yeah. last hour pumps by hmm. um, so I got seven more to go <laughs> yeah we'll, we'll um, come back to that <laughs> but then I've got lined up Who Killed Roger Rabbit as a palate cleanser that's a great movie on 4K which I haven't seen on 4K yet hmm. and then I've got the Prophecy Collection yeah I got I'm that I'm doing too. my Halloween now as opposed yeah, to yeah you're, you're a the bit stack, behind the stack is the stack hmm. um, and then I've got the Hellraiser 4K Quartet hmm See, yeah. the, at home, the Christmas tree is getting put up tomorrow. That's officially the start date where I start watching Christmas movies. No, nah, man, it's not December. December 1st, you got to start. We're putting it up earlier this year. Well, no, see, our mum started playing Christmas music at home. And then I was like, you know, if it's early enough to play Christmas music, it's, it's early, early enough, enough to, to put watch up the Christmas tree. Movies. Oh, yeah. yeah. We're both play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like, no, and I, then she, she, was, she started to argue about it. And then I was like pointing at the TV. I'm like... <laughs> it home is alone on repeat. <laughs> yeah, that's about it for me. Um, look, we'll get to James in one second, and uh, we'll be back after this short break. Right, we're back. Uh, just doing a review roundtable. This week's been a bit of a possession obsession. But what have you got? Uh, a what? Possession obsession. Possession obsession. Yeah, we've we've referenced possessions and exorcisms a lot this week. Well, I'm going to write that down but as the yeah. show maybe, title. Maybe? but. I don't no, know. I don't know. Callum's got possession, possession on his stack. Hang on. I, I'm going to check. Oh, if... I do have possession. The movie Possession as well, yeah. He's got possession oh, on yeah. his stack. I've <laughs> been got... watching the Exorcist movies. Yeah. Um, Callum had, had an Exorcist. the Child's Play Exorcist. Yeah. Let, let me check my list real quick, see if I can have any connection as well. Is, is there a possession obsession this week, James? Uh, or, or, are we gonna, or are you the weak link? I'll probably be the weak link. Uh, no, that doesn't match. No, no, no. Come on, James. You watch like a thousand movies a week. Yeah, I know. You should have something for the boys. Uh, no, that's technical. I mean, nothing really possession-y. I mean, you know, you Mm. can have another type of possession. Have you been watching any narco movies? Uh. (laughs) Jeez. No, Nothing. Oh, well, that's oh, okay. Well. We tried. That's Two out of three right. ain't bad. Yeah. Um, all right. So what have you been watching for us uh, lately, James? All right. Or notable movies, I should say. So, I mean, I could go back to oh, Spooktober. Did you watch Minari? Yes, I did. How do we feel? 10 out of 10. How good is it, man? Great oh, movie. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I, I remember... A man possessed... By a need to Possess- succeed? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Obsessed with his farm. Yeah, no, like, I remember when it came out and I was like, oh, I really need to see that movie. And it's just, I just never got around to it. I missed it at the cinema and yeah. I just couldn't get, and I bought it on Blu-ray and it's been on my shelf for ye- years. Yeah, I don't know when I bought it. I bought it a long time ago. Yeah. I've never watched it. And it came out- I was like, oh, I got this movie on this stack. Should I watch it? I should watch it. Yeah. And I'm just like, I don't know, I bought it. Mm. I've never seen nah, it. It's a great one. Yeah. Oh, it's so I love, good. I love movies about people trying to make it in America. Or, yeah. You know, it's also... Especially like in like places like down south, you know what I mean? Like that outsider movie. Yeah. I love them. It's also like, like per- when we saw Perfect Days at MIF, it's like, it's not a slice of life movie, but it's got that... It's a bit more drama heavy, but it's very yeah, kind of. But it's got it's, that. We're going to watch some guys do some gardening. Yeah. Um, now we're going to watch them driving a car and mm. like going to sell some pro. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like it's it's quiet and it's not. It's, it's yeah. contemplative. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's it's not an action movie. There's no pastoral. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that I mean, if you've been pa- paying attention to movies over the last few years, you've probably heard of Minari. But um, if not. 
it's uh it's about like a korean american family like immigrant family and the dad moves the family out to the countryside from the city to start a farm and of course that causes a lot of tension for specifically korean produce yeah korean vegetables yeah there's this idea that since more koreans are moving to america they're going to need a place for authentic korean vegetables Mm. which is uh, him trying to sell that to like the korean and asian grocery stores yeah but of um, course, it's like, it's not, you know, really working out and it's like, it costs yeah. a lot of money and like the kids are growing up and, you know, they have health problems and all this. And so, it's just like a family drama. A family, it's yeah. like peak family drama. Like one of the family dramas I've seen in a long time. Man, the man just doesn't get a break. Yeah. <laughs> His wife, man. Oh. Yeah. I was like, man, just had some understanding. He works hard. But no. I mean, he, he is... Oh, no, no one's perfect. Yeah, but. no, it's, uh, I, I wasn't really taking sides, but it's a great movie. <laughs> Check it out. A twenty four. They're they're the king. They are the kings. Um, Stephen Young is like one of the best actors probably working right now. Maybe yeah. one of the best actors of his generation. Probably the, one of the best actors of his generation. He's so god goddamn good. Everyone's good in that movie. Yeah, that movie's it's a great movie. Yeah, if you haven't seen it, check it out. It's yeah. awesome. Um, now you need to watch Tender Mercies. That's the other one I tell you to watch. But uh, yeah, I haven't seen that one yet. I say I, I tell my mum to watch Minari and Tender Mercies, and I say the same to you. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> if it's a good movie, you've got to tell everyone to watch it. Now, oh, now, uh, will they listen? That's another. I'm sorry for derailing this. Or will they have time to watch? In my case, <laughs> um, well, I watched a whole bunch of horror movies over Spooktober that I didn't get to talk about. Well, just, but just give think, us the notable ones. I, I think I think the ship has sailed. Oh man, I'm only watching horror movies. Yeah, I know. I mean, now <laughs> see, but this, this I think this happened last year as well. Where I was like, Spooktober, boys, let's watch horror movies. And then November came, and then uh, Nathan's like, oh, I'm going to start watching Chucky. I'm like, Spooktober's over, and you're like, No, it's Spookvember now. And I'm like, Okay. <laughs> well, I got Silent Night, Deadly Night lined up for my Christmas watching. That's, yeah, the, see, that's good because <laughs> if you miss over, it, yeah, yeah. it's like more Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Um, I uh, maybe I'll skip that, and we can come back to that another time. If, Really no, want just to. give us some notable ones, man. What were your highlights or lowlights? Well, I mean, Recently. I talked about all the Scream and all the, yeah. Um, yeah. the Texas, Chainsaw uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies. Uh, I also watched um, uh, Lake Mungo, which is an oh, Australian yeah. Yeah, found yeah, yeah, footage yeah. movie that I kept meaning to watch. Kept, I meant to watch it last year. Didn't get around to it. Finally got to watch it this year. Really, really good. Really, really effective. For a found footage, like an Australian movie, found footage, like a uh, documentary style, like fa- faux documentary, um, like about a girl who goes missing or whatever. Um, really, really good. Really effective. The end of the movie is, it's, you, the best horror movies are where the end kind of s- will stick with you for a long time. So, if you can find Lake Mungo, I'd recommend checking it out. Um, very like it's haunting and effective. Um, I watched a bunch of other ones. Uh, I'll skip that. Yeah, who cares about that? <laughs> yeah, I mentioned Motel Hell briefly. Quantity oh. isn't quality, I guess. <laughs> oh no, it's just like because I mean I don't know I don't know what to focus on, but um, just pick one. <laughs> I'll I'll skip to what I've been watching sort of this month. Um, I watched uh, Hot Potato, the story of the Wiggles, that Wiggles documentary. <laughs> it's really good. Really? Where was it? Yeah. Where was it's this on one? Amazon Prime. Okay. It's a new documentary and on is it Prime. Like fa- 
It's for adults. No, no, right? it's an adult. It's it's about the Wiggles, like how they started, how they how they came up with the songs, how they got together, how they started the TV show. Is there any dark underbelly? Or yeah, is it very no, hundred percent, very very dark. Yeah, it's Who's really more, good. I'm more interested now. No, no, no. Like honestly, like I mean, who- is Jeff ironic because he has a habit? <laughs> he's like, he's not a, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was he wasn't pretending to fall asleep. He was actually yeah. falling asleep. They just the worked nod. it into yeah, the Yeah, they show. worked it. No, there's a, but there's a lot of stuff like that where it's like we had to do this because so-and-so got sick or so-and-so was depressed or whatever. No, it's a really good documentary. Interesting. And I mean, for anyone probably <coughs> our age and younger, um, Wiggles was a huge part of our childhood. Still is for kids. Yeah, no, it that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's from pretty oh, much from younger, from yeah. Yeah, your thirties yeah, yeah, yeah. and all the way to kids now. The Wiggles has always oh, been. Well, I know Nathan and myself rocked out to the Wiggles. Oh as, yeah, hundred percent. Children I, and actually watching this uh, documentary uh, opened up a lot of memories that I had forgotten. Yeah, of okay. like when I was a kid, and I was like, Fruit "Oh, salad, yummy, yummy." Yeah, and I remembered all the lyrics, I and I was the like, "Big red car." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but every song is a banger, man. Even now, I'm like, "Oh <laughs> man, that was so good at writing kids." Slightly songs. off topic, the kid Leroy brought out the Wiggles at one of his recent concerts, and they unironically just did like a Wiggles song. They did a, they did a, they did that reunion tour where it's like mm. 18s, uh, 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 over 18s yeah. only because. Just people love them, and that would have been awesome. But they did an album recently where they did covers of other bands' songs, but in like a Wiggles style. Yeah, it was awesome. They were on Triple J. Um, they did. Like I think that's. What, I think that's <laughs> yeah, what they yeah. started it. They did like a version, um, like a Tame Impala song, but in the Wiggles style, and it blew up so much. I think they did a whole bunch of other ones. I think. Well, I mean, if you're creatively bored, right? You're the Wiggles. You've been doing this for 30, 40 years. Yeah, this is I'm like, this is kind of fresh. You know, oh, it keeps yeah. it creatively engaging. Yeah. And, but it's also like, yeah, it's like perfect, the perfect mashup yeah, yeah. For, oh, for adult fans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah closer by the Wiggles. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> we have to call them up and be like, look, we don't have to release it, but you got to make it just, just for the boys. Um, hey, AI exists now. Actually, yeah, yeah. We'll make our own Wiggles album. Yeah, at least a couple of the Wiggles wouldn't say no. A couple of them might. I don't know. We'll see. We'll have to negotiate. You'll hear it here first. Yeah. <laughs> we'll send uh, an email to get. Oh god. But anyway, it's a really good documentary. So if, I mean, everyone remembers the Wiggles. I don't think you can forget the Wiggles. Even if you're not a fan, you know of them. You know the. Songs. Yeah, if everyone knows them. They're like the biggest oh, yeah. children's entertainment in the world. Like. Even like there's like an Indian version, a Mexican version, like oh, they're franchises. Yeah, every, yeah, and they're huge in America. So it's not just like Australian kids who you know only ninety 90s kids know, but yeah, yeah. it's like yeah, great great documentary. Um, did you guys watch David Finch's The Killer? No, not yet. It's good, not great. Okay, yeah. I won't, uh, maybe I won't go. Yeah, it's, it's good. The only thing I know was that I saw Kojima watch the killer, the killer and he watched the Marvels and he did this whole paragraph on the killer mm. and then he tweets out, I saw the Marvels. Yeah. He, he's, <laughs> yeah, his acceptable way when he says he doesn't <laughs> yeah. like a movie, he yeah, just says like, he I saw, saw it. it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I was like, okay, Kojima, I see how it is. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, <laughs> I'm so I'm behind on Marvel, man. I'm, I'm no, no, yeah, I'm not. I'll, I'll watch a Marvel. Oh, like, I'll Plus watch when though. it comes on Disney Plus. Again, I haven't even seen Loki's. Either yeah, I haven't started yet, Loki so. yet. Maybe I'll start it this week. Yeah, but I just got to. I'm like I said, I'm so far behind. Again, I I heard it's not as good as the first season, but I'm not surprised. Yeah, um, yeah, the killer was good, but it's not like best top. I think my problem with David Fincher is he's a great filmmaker. Yeah, but for me personally. His last, his last great movie was Zodiac, which was yeah. 15 years ago. Yeah, yeah, Zodiac's yeah. a masterpiece, Yeah, though. and since then, he's never topped well, that, per- personally, Zodiac, for me. Zodiac's also kind of a dangerous movie, like, to make, right? Because it's, like, what, three hours, it's kind of Yeah, but dry. it also came out before, like, th- yeah. the They're movies changed, are yeah. the way they are now. So, you yeah. know, but now it's, like, he, his, his last two movies have been on Netflix, which, again, uh, points to where, sort of, film is that the film industry is at the moment but personally he's such a great filmmaker but for me his last 15 years of movies since zodiac haven't been really my cup of tea i didn't think gone girl was that good everyone was going nuts about it didn't think it was was that good um benjamin button was okay uh i didn't like the girl with the dragon tattoo even though people like to jerk that movie off like there's no tomorrow you mean the remake the, the remake the, the yeah. finch of Watch yeah the, no. original. the original the i like the original better. version it's better yeah, yeah, yeah. the originals um, are better yeah um or read the books i think yeah uh, but but i think f- and you know finch is one of those like directors where if if you're even like slightly a film buff or like into he's like oh everyone goes nuts for him and like for me since zodiac i haven't been super excited about a lot of his movies yeah um i like mank um and i like the killer but yeah look he just needs to make another mindhunter season okay just yeah that's all. just, just give that's it, all please. we want just do it that's all we want he won't though and uh yeah anyway um I don't think it's necessarily he won't. It's just everything's a mess now with all the the, the scheduling and the Netflix and whatever. But yeah, it's a good movie. Like, I'm not saying it's bad or anything, but um, I enjoyed it. It's just not. It's not in the upper. Yeah, echelon. it hasn't. It ha- yeah. You know, because there are movie, there are filmmakers who like maybe they're they're not as good as they used to be, but uh, their stuff's still pretty good. And Finch is like that, but I'm still kind of not really. He hasn't yeah, yeah, made anything yeah. that has been would as you, good. Would you say that's true about Scorsese or is he just changing? I think like... Because Scorsese... I, I think Scorsese peaked, you know, a long time ago. Like his best movies are still behind him. But I mean, I think since um, Wolf of Wall Street, you know, Silence, maybe not The Irishman, but Killers... They've been Flower fairly Moon, high been quality, pretty, with the exception of The Irishman. Good. Yeah. Look, I don't been think pretty he's... pretty good. I don't think he's capable of making a bad film. But when I would disagree, because I didn't like Hugo, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's but not that, was, that bad, isn't that it? Was, that was also him trying something different. Yeah. Um, but I think that's like, you know, when you reach the, the highs that he's reached with Taxi Driver, with Goodfellas, uh, you know, uh, I guess Casino. With the big mm. shave. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know what I mean? Like when you reach Raging those, Bull, I think is still his yes. best movie. When you, I was trying to think what the name of that was, but mm. when you reach those highs, it can be hard. But that's to, what I'm saying. Yeah. So yeah. I don't think he'll ever reach um, that, especially now where the movie industry but I also is. Would, but, I and would he's ex- an older. He he couldn't shouldn't be expected to write that because I think he's making interesting films. No, yeah. You I, know I mean, like Silence, for example. That's oh, a, that's a great movie. I think for a man movie. of his age, that was a 
bold choice. Mm. I think his movies, his last couple movies anyway, have been more contemplative and a bit slower, but in a good way. No, he's but he's done that before. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I'm yeah. just saying, you know, like similar to other directors, um, their best know, movies are behind their best them. movies might might have been behind them. Yeah. But I think uh, he's still got it. Oh, oh yeah, definitely. He can't. Yeah, he, he, hasn't. he he'll never be out. He's not able to lose it. Um, but yeah, just uh, mm, hopefully know. not. Yeah. He's hoping for the, the Jesus movie coming up. So yeah, I'm excited about that. Bring Willem Dafoe back. Yeah. <laughs> In an age of all these awful sequels like that have, take place 30 years later, this is the one that I want. <laughs> Scorsese, <laughs> yeah. Willem Dafoe, Jesus is back. <laughs> <laughs> In that oh, rocky font. What are they going to yeah. call it? The Resurrection? The Resurrection. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. The, uh, the Last Temptation Resurrections. <laughs> Um, oh no! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I also watched a movie. Uh, my friend, a friend of mine, Ed, uh, <coughs> he put me onto a movie that's on Netflix, a um, Korean movie called Ballerina, um, which I'd never heard of. And he's like, "Oh, check out this movie. I think you'll like it. It's a really cool, like, uh, action, like revenge movie, like an action thriller. Um, and Korean, like I really love Korean movies, especially, um, you know, action movies. Their action movies are so much better than American, uh, modern action movies. Have you heard of this um, movie called Old Boy? <laughs> have I heard of this uh, movie I'm called Old Boy? Only movie buffs know it. Yeah. <laughs> um, we still need to talk about that at some point. And we need to watch the Bollywood Old Boy. <laughs> yeah, because that was the plan. Is Alan was supposed to was supposed to do the double feature, which was like the weirdest double feature of all time. Look, unfortunately, life got in the way, but hopefully, yeah. we'll get that back underway soon. Yeah, I'm um, sorry. No, but if you want to talk about Korean thrillers, we'll be here all night yeah. and all tomorrow. So, is, but is what I'm the, talking is that some of these countries can do it really well because they have that kind of we'll say martial art culture where it's like more. I don't think it's just that. It's that. just there's a less polished. American Hollywood, like everything has to be flat CGI, boring, uh, superhero. Um, like they take more risks. They're more violent. They're more dark. Um, there's there a, there's a sense of there's a sense of humor. I'm guessing there's also more practicality in the yeah, stunts. and um, and they're probably made they're probably made for a lot less money than American yeah. uh, movies. But more actors are stuntmen. I don't think even that. It's just they they put more care into the filmmaking, um, like American filmmakers or used action to. movies used to. Um, but yeah, it's just a, it's a different 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 ballpark th- entirely. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, Ballerina. It's on Netflix, so if you got Netflix, you can watch it. It's really good. It's like a revenge. You know, this um, this woman, her friend is killed, and leaves a note and says, "Get revenge for me." And then she goes and. Like finds out what happened to her, and it's pretty simple, but it's a perfect example of a simple story that's executed really stylishly and really well. And it goes just goes to show you, even if you've got a really kind of by the numbers revenge story, if you shoot it well, it's got good acting, it's like the music's cool and the action's well done, it takes you a long way. Yeah. I mean, even look at the best modern examples, I would say John Wick generally yeah, is pretty simple. pretty simple, yeah. Obviously, so, there's a lot of complicated that's lore. That's the thing. I, we've talked about it before where I think I've even said this, like people mistake simple for bad. Yeah. And I'm like, no, no, you know, not everything has to be super dark or well, deep best, or yeah, you look depressing at the best, or... You look at the best James Bond movies. They're simple. Yeah, it's just, you know... Even Die Hard. 
Yeah, Simple. just uh, exactly. It's like it's the execution. It's all in the execution. Yeah. And Ballerina is a good example of that. And after watching The Killer, which is David Fincher, so it's going to be kind of slower and weirder than a more conventional quote unquote action movie. Someone said, oh, it's like jo- David Fincher saw John Wick. And I was like, I can do that. But it's like not like John Wick at all, obviously, because it's David Fincher. Um, but Ballerina, I was like watching it. And I'm like, oh, this is, it's much more entertaining. Um, action's much better done it's a different movie but it was just interesting to watch both of them on netflix and sort of compare yeah um and ballerina like cinematography is really cool too so and the music's really cool shot on film or is it digital (laughs) it's probably digital but it looked really nice um yeah so check that out if you can um sounds good yeah Cool, cool uh oh i also saw salt burn which Good, I think. So, what is Saltburn? Oh, okay. So, you know Barry Keegan? <laughs> yes. Yeah. He's in a new movie um, where he's like a, a like a uh, an Ox- Oxford student, like scholarf- um, what do you call it? Scholarship student. Um, and he kind of gets in friends with the like rich, cool kids. Um, and so, he's a bit of an outsider. And he gets invited to one of their houses, like it's this big manor, like it's mansion. Yes, and yeah, like I think crazy... I know them. Yeah. yeah, the trailer makes it look like a lot crazier than it is. Yeah, it's and kind so... of some weird horror movie, or mm, that's what I was thinking. But it's not really that. Um, it, the trailer makes it look more psychedelic, but it's not. Yeah. Okay, it does get super weird and super uncomfortable, which I like. But I was the trailer was like much more frenetic and frantic, and I was like more waiting for that and that didn't really happen but it's a really cool weird creepy movie um but i wouldn't say i loved it or anything i think it's good um i'm not sure i think you guys might appreciate it but i don't know if you'll have the same problem as it as that i did with i generally it. i generally like most movies like I have a, I have a. You guys like, are more forgiving than me, I think. I sometimes, have a, I have but, a very open mind about films. Yeah. Like I'll watch a romance, you know, I'll watch any type yeah, of movie. Yeah, yeah, no, but, me too. But, but um, oh, speaking about romance movies in 4K, sorry. I'm very excited because they're releasing when Harry Met Sally in 4K. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, day one um, purchase for me, man. Um, we downloaded it. I think it's it looks, a, it looks gorgeous. I think it's already downloaded out. downloaded it legally. Yeah, yeah uh, I think it's already out on um <laughs> in Germany or something. Yeah. But like, has there been like a an English? Sort oh, of... I'll import it if I have to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm like, I'm, I, sometimes when they come oh, it's out, not, it's not hard. So no, 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 no. It's, it's an English translation. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. English no, no, no. Film. I know, yeah. I know that. Uh, but I'm saying is sometimes they'll announce this movie coming to 4K oh, in Germany and Italy. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And you'll be like, it's okay, have- cool. I could technically import <laughs> yeah, that yeah. movie, but maybe now that it's coming out on 4K in those countries, maybe a UK or a US or, yeah, God yeah, forbid, yeah. an Australian release will um, get... I believe it's already come out in America, I believe. Okay. Because um, I don't... Yeah, I don't remember seeing that. Uh, it went. Uh, it flew under the radar. Uh, maybe it's... Tra- hopefully the transfer is good. But yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, you were saying about our salt. No, burn. no, no. Yeah, it's just uh, it's a weird, it's a weird is movie. It, uh, how did you watch it? Is it on streaming? No, no. I went to Pentridge. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I think like I'm trying to save money. I'm trying to. I got a lot going on right now. I'm super busy, but I like. I'm just. I just. There's so much good movies coming out, and I keep missing them. And like with Minari, it took me three or four years to get around to that. And I'm just like, you know what? If it's playing. I'm going to try and go see it if I can. So yeah, why not? I'm going to just 
try to go once every weekend or every couple of weekends and see if I can go see a new movie because there's all this cool stuff com- coming out and um you know we and but th- and that's the other thing is like I don't get to talk about a lot of it on the show but then I come on the show and I'm like oh I don't know what people want to here talk about and I don't want to spoil anything because it's James, new doesn't matter what the people want <laughs> I, I don't, we talk I, about what we want I'm sorry yeah but. I honestly I don't know anymore um yeah but Saltburn sounds interesting I might check that out when it comes out on um on blu-ray or yeah. streaming yeah, yeah I think you guys uh, I think it, like it's weird in in a way that you guys would like but I don't know if you'd you'd have the same sort of problems with it that I did as well but maybe we'll talk about it after you guys see it um yeah, I mean, uh, I've I've started a letterboxed account. Um, I guess listeners can follow that uh, if they they go to Channel Drifter. Um, I don't really review anything. I just kind of use it as a diary. So I just sort of put what I've watched. I just spew venom. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I don't I don't really write reviews or, or rate films in any way. I just like it's just to keep a catalog of what I've been watching. If someone is following me and sees that I've watched a movie and is a listener of the show, like please let me know. Like hit us up on the on the Facebook or the or the social media and let me know if you want if I've if you see that I've seen something and you want me to talk about it, because um, then I know like what I should be focusing on or yeah. Because at the moment I'm just like I got all these lists of movies and all the, I got all these TV shows I watched. You know I watched the House of Fall of the House of Usher during Spooktober didn't get to talk about that that was good um there's all these other shows i'm behind on that i want to start but anyway we'll talk about that another time i'm rambling now to fill air while we're getting ready to sign off no 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 no, no. i think we got some time um no i um i just follow james on oh there you go (laughs) Um, i'm also on letterboxd but i'll probably use it very sparingly Um, i do i'm not james i review i tell people what i really think. yeah but you keep forgetting to add movies when you watch them yeah i will be it's 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 a process no no it's not a process you need to start adding reviews so i can comment with funny comments on your reviews okay i've actually been (laughs) i just no i was going to reply to your minari review with just an emoticon of an asian vegetable and i got knocked back because you it's not a review Oh, you can't comment if there's no review. Correct. Okay, maybe I should just start putting little mini. Yeah, and that way. So, yeah, that way I can try and make James laugh. Yeah, actually, I want to. Uh, since have we got time? Yeah. Well, we might as well talk about this on there. And if listeners, if please, listeners, if you are, if anyone's gotten this far and hasn't turned off, <laughs> um, uh, please let us know what you think. Because I don't like, I don't like giving everyone. Everyone who listens to this show for a long time knows I don't like giving movies a star rating or a number rating. Mm. I think it's arbitrary. I, you know, for me, The Godfather is a five out of five film, but so is the first Fast and Furious movie. But for they're reasons, very different yeah. movies. Yeah, I love yeah. them equally, but they're so different. I can't really say they're both as good as each other. Then, yeah. and The Godfather is better, but Fast and Furious is still one of my favorite movies. So yeah, why? I but I give both of them five. It's just like that doesn't mean anything. Um, and but Letterbox kind of forces you to. <laughs> yeah, but that's what. But I don't. That's no, why can, on, on Letterbox like, I just I just you can like and just I just, have a little yeah. synopsis. And that's the other thing is like I just like if I sort of enjoy something I just click like. But then yeah. on my Letterbox it's just like a movie I loved like Minari. You give it. I'll stars. give it a like. No, no, I'll give it the like. But then a movie like The Boogeyman, which is like oh that was okay, and I clicked like. I'm like, but there's clearly a huge gap. 
But yeah. I'm like, star rating wise, if I give Minari a five, I'm like, the Boogeyman's what, like a two? Two, yeah. But then I'm like, two is like, is that... Like, yeah, no, I see your point. I, but- I, I don't really... For me, rating... I've talked about this before. Rating movies is more like, how much did I like it when I saw it? Yeah. yeah how yeah. soon will I watch it again? Will I go... If I saw it at the cinema, will I go see it at the cinema again? How soon will I purchase it on physical media, yeah. if it, you know possible? Like, how much money will I spend on the physical media version? Like, will I buy the limited edition, whatever? Like, that, to me, is more of an indication of how much I liked a movie. But yeah. you can't... You, I, I was actually thinking of, like, how to turn that into word words, like reviews on Letterboxd. We can think about that. Yeah. So, that's something, if, if you have... Like, I was thinking of, like... Give us your ideas. Because I know there's, there's a podcast I li- or a, a YouTube show I, I listen to, watch sometimes, um, Double Toasted, where they review movies and they give it like a rental or a matinee or a full price. I'm like that, maybe something like that, where I'm like, you know, Oppenheimer, that's a day one 4K for me. So yeah. that's technically like five stars out of five. I But I don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, Yeah, we'll have, maybe have like, Purchase but like Boogeyman is like watch on streaming once. Okay. It was okay. Like I need, I need a sort of, sort of, yeah, some yeah, sort yeah, of indication. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just write, just write little reviews, man. To, you know, yeah, but I don't I like. I, I just just like yeah, purchase stream. You see, you think too purchase. much about it. You're thinking no, too no, much but, about but it. But that's what I mean? I'm saying is like you watch Minari, you put a really great movie, enjoyed this scene, done. How about, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I should just do that. Really good, awesome. Purchase, rent, or stream. <laughs> to, to take the Hideo yeah. Kojima or, approach, like or do not watch. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, take the Hideo Kojima approach. I, I watched watch Minari. <laughs> no, no, I'll do that for movies I didn't like. <laughs> I, I watched, watched this Boogie movie. Man. <laughs> I watch. Yeah, I watched this movie. Yeah, yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> yeah, I was actually. Yeah, I reckon that's not a bad plan. If you have like, I really like you put pur- purchased it. Or like you know, rent it, stream maybe, it. Maybe yeah, ma- maybe I put. I really, yeah. really like this movie. I bought it on 4K straight away or something. And yeah. then something like the Boogeyman is like, I watch this on streaming. It was okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So at least, or, the, or I really hated this movie. Ignore it. Yeah, please, <laughs> yeah. please, for the love of do God, not watch. do not watch. Yeah. Yeah. Left me with a sense of melancholy. <laughs> <laughs> Loads shotgun. Unintended melancholy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Not not the good last one. Tree away. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll see. So, yeah. If you're listening, follow me on Letterbox Channel Drifter, um, and hopefully I'll start to put some little reviews and. I've been meaning to do more on the socials, but I was sick last week. No, so no, that didn't. Yeah. Uh, that didn't work. We're, we're we're trying to be engaging. Yeah. We we also we had the Freight Ally um, interview last week. We're hoping to set some more interviews like that up over the next few months with Christmas and that and other stuff coming up. It's going to be really hard, but. Hopefully, we'll have more stuff on the YouTube channel. So, make sure you are subscribed to the Tuesday Review YouTube. Uh, ring that bell. Um, so when that like Yeah. Button. So, that when something does eventually come up, uh, you'll be notified. Um, at the moment, there's just that one video. But hopefully, we'll have more. Um, I won't say soon, but hopefully, we'll have more. Yeah, definitely. All right, I'm getting hungry. Yeah, let's go. All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. Um, please like and share the Tuesday Review on Facebook, X slash Twitter, Threads, Instagram, and Newsmaster and YouTube. Yeah. 
That's a lot. At Tuesday Review AU. <laughs> on, all on all the, the social media except TikTok, basically. <laughs> and, and we've got to get and, some and yeah, TikTok yeah, on. And uh, we're uh, trying to... Yeah. Christian on our TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> if we can, yeah, if we can get the YouTube started, then we can do YouTube Shorts. And if we can do YouTube Shorts, then we can do TikTok videos. <laughs> uh, but it's still, yeah. it's still early days. Hopefully 2024 will be, hopefully... Yeah. We'll yeah. be on the YouTubes. All right. Thanks for listening, yeah. everyone. Um, we'll be back next week. Adios, cousins.